Refills, everybody. It's refills. That on. brought a smile to my face. You know that there is nothing I enjoy more than food, food humor. Oh, breakfast break, break did work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Food humor is right up my ass. Jamal, <laughs> Jamal from Three hey. Point Range. Yes. And off in the disc. How, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How, how are you guys? <laughs> We're doing good. We're here in studio. We're doing good. I've in Reed uh, studio. I feel like a newborn baby. I've just mean? been living in the rift, <laughs> and now I am back to life. <laughs> yeah, Morgan has definitely been living in the rift for <laughs> it was, a while now. It was real sad. I mean, here's the th- I'll break it down for you. Okay. So I spent six days straight playing Ocarina of Time. Six days gay. Beautiful. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, first, I'd like to mention that- I was that, just joking. Yeah, first, I'd like to mention that I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I'm three for three in breaking Jordan's controllers. So. Oh my god! <laughs> what fucking... the fuck? Okay, so awkward of time, right? First of all, we last left Morgan <laughs> playing a link to the past, mid link yeah. to the past. She fucking blows through that, beats it, and she's like, "What's next? What's next?" I'm like, "I guess awkward of time is the logical next uh-huh. leap," and. <laughs> To play it, she has to play it on 3DS. I have a 3DS. Uh-huh. I, I buy the game for her on it. I don't own it. If I <laughs> let her have at it on this 3DS, that is a yeah. fucking collector's <laughs> item. It is a no. Zelda edition 3DS. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Really I'm, I'm not really that torn up about it. But she fucking, she breaks the joystick off of it completely off, like shatters <laughs> the joystick. Make sense. This doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. I've never done this in my entire life. I've never broke a joystick, and I fucking game hard. Ever. It's just like, how could you? It's omnidirectional. Like, what direction are you possibly <laughs> moving it in? I think. I think what happens is, is, and Morgan will not admit admit this, but <laughs> when she's gaming, when she's gaming by herself, she rages out, and she's oh. fucking slamming oh my this God. shit. I came walking down the stairs <laughs> in a mid death yeah. sequence of her. Like mid mm-hmm. failing a task, and there was yeah. legitimate shaking of her hands up and down, like fuck, and like head banging going on. Like, I'm legitimate telling it, I'm anger. telling you, that's I'm, exactly how I'm this is happening. I'm raging against the machine over here, but let me tell you the yeah. craziest part. So, I break the cap off the joystick. <laughs> The, the, the whole it. joystick is a cap, by the way, <laughs> right. on the 3DS. Yeah, it's like mesh, it, it broke in a rage. Yes, yeah. Um, honestly, I, uh, I was playing, uh, the shooting horseback shooting uh-huh. game when it broke. Yeah. So it was more of an intense focus. Lack of technique is, <laughs> is the only thing that's going to break no. that joystick. Here's the thing. Anger and lack of technique. So what it yeah. is now is just a shard pole coming out of the thing. So there's still like a, what would you call that? A stick, if you will, coming straight up. A nub. A nub. I'm like, devastated i'm like obviously i'm not gonna wait until i can repair this she started this game last sunday right yeah. <laughs> she's three okay. dungeons away from beating the game <laughs> at this point yeah it, like when she breaks the joystick like I'm, I'm irate and so i find things around the house so i can wrap my thumb appropriately to dull the pain enough to where <laughs> Gamer the game, glove. the game, yeah, the gaming yeah. is overcoming 
the pain in my thumb, except for now, I'm pretty sure that I've deadened all the nerve endings in my thumb because uh-huh. it feels fucking crazy. You're going to have a massive blister. <laughs> so I beat the game yesterday. Thank you. And congratulations. I had a real like come down experience. So like I beat the game, woke up. Realized I'd been living in the rift and treating my husband like I'm annoyed he exists because I'm he's <laughs> yep. interrupting my gameplay. Like legit annoyed as fuck that he is around at all. Uh-huh. And sure. <laughs> then I felt really bad about myself and I had to talk to Jordan about it for a while about how bad. What's well, funny because I mean it's <laughs> like I'm interested. Like she's playing my favorite game of all time. You know. Yeah. And so I'm interested yeah. on like where you at. Like, yeah. Oh, you're in yeah. this part of the dungeon. I'm a a knowledge bank. Like if she's stuck anywhere, I could easily unstick her. You know. Yeah, I'm like, please sure. go away. Yeah, but here's the thing: <laughs> she's beating the game at such a rapid speed, and I don't want to be a fucking uh, a Stephanie Stickler over here. But I'm okay. thinking in my head like, you're fucking you're cheating. Missing. I'm not cheating. But I'm not thinking in the way of like. Like, fuck you for cheating. I'm not thinking. I'm like, it's fine. If you want to use a guide, I, I prefer it actually because you'll get through the game quicker and you'll leave the rift sooner. <laughs> right. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I walk by her and she'll like close, like close the internet app on her phone. Like she doesn't want me to know that she's fucking <laughs> Boo, getting I was getting looking at big po locations was the thing that Sure, she's yeah. Like, Whatever it is that you're currently trying to do, yeah, you're trying to get a little bit of guidance for via internet. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Why? This is not true, and we've no, no. already had this fight. Oh, no, no, but here's the thing. <laughs> I fully believe, I, I mean, the game gives you enough to go on, yeah. and I believe that you fucking have, t- you took the guidance of the characters to know where to go, and, yeah. and you yes, did I looked up 99% of the game yourself. Thank you. That's what, that I wanted to hear. And even if you did look it up, you still have to execute. Yes. Broken joystick or not. You still have to <laughs> beat the level yourself. Yeah. So congrats to you on that. Great job. But she's like, like there's like certain reveals in the game, and I'm like, huh? And she's like, I don't give a fuck about the story. I'm I like, don't. what are you playing? Well, I'm just not a fucking <laughs> dork for like, you know, anime fucking it's not bad guys. it's japanese it's not anime. here's the thing is i don't care what gollendorf did in the <laughs> history of fucking <laughs> whatever hyrule all right well you don't get to play anymore then oh my god don't you fucking threaten me <laughs> okay you've beaten three three of them now which is your favorite rank them rank them rank oh them. easy ocarina of time yay a link to the past yeah this is the obvious ranking and then the other one links awakening yeah it was a blast and a half. It was really fun. However, this world of video games is a newer thing for me. And mm-hmm. I think that my, uh, I need some regulation and discipline that doesn't typically exist when things are hitting the lizard portion of my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is typically substance abuse. <laughs> now it's come to me in this very odd form of like nerd shit. And it's surprising the ever-loving shit out of me. And there's nothing I've found more effective at just pushing everything else out of my mind than these games. Then, yeah. It's the so ultimate I'm really rift. into it. You're going into the rift. I'm really into it, but it yeah. also made me feel real bad once it was over. Yeah. Well, you take a, you, you beat a game, and then you take a, a break. Yeah. Just take a break. <laughs> 
get some things done in the, in the world. Sure. I mean, I woke up and was like, holy fuck, like I haven't been doing anything other mm-hmm. than like dreaming about Zelda, yeah. waking up playing Zelda, <laughs> having to go to obligatory meetings where I'm upset that I have to go. <laughs> the rift is seeped into your dreams. Dude, so crazy. Yeah. I mean, you beat the game in can't six days. It. I beat the game in six days. That's insane. I, yeah. I mean, I was dedicated. <laughs> Hella dedicated, yo. But anyway, that's I've broken every controller that you own. Yep. You bought a new one. Anyway, so next I'm going to play Twilight Princess, and then Jordan's a little bit afraid for me to play Breath of the Wild, but I'm I'm going to I'm gonna try and... Because he'll lose you? Yeah. 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 It's one of those that, I mean, that's... The riftiest of them all. It's right, it. right. There's infinite shit to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you played this game, Jamal? Do you understand this thing I speak of? This losing yourself thing. Um, I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, I've I, it's happened to me before. I was never a huge video game person. I've definitely played video, video games growing up and shit, but I don't know. It was never my my favorite thing. It's funny, Same. like the I have the opposite um experience like i'm i'm more in it for the story than the gameplay (laughs) oftentimes right which is why he's able to watch oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's really strange because i feel the same way but i don't know if it's because you know you take away my booze you take away my drugs you take away my sugar you take away my my stuff and then this is what i got (laughs) i honestly don't know I'm because taking away your fucking I'm, stuff. Because <laughs> I'm baffled <laughs> at how absorbed I became, you know? Right. I think it's like, a, okay, if I'm not going to play Animal Crossing, then <laughs> let me play this. And it was a natural progression. And it's fun to play video games. It is. Yeah. But yeah. There's yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't think it's like, I don't want you to go down a path where you're thinking like, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm fucked up in the head, man. These things take take over my life. It's like, (laughs) no, man. Like, I feel like you just didn't like video games, didn't think you liked video games before, and then now you're experiencing that they're actually like, they're fun. And I have this whole world. And also, they're clearly built to addict people like me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) I mean, it's like there's always a task to be done, you know? Right. And it feels productive in the moment, you know, within the rift itself. Right. right, nothing matters but the task at hand. Right. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, I've kind of like isolated myself and abandoned all my real life tasks. Here's the the litmus test, if that's the right kind of test, to <laughs> whether or not you should be playing it. It's are you like smiling while you play it? Are you like, oh wow? Is it smiling? No. Like like this is an enjoyable experience. Like the same way you watch a movie and you or like, wow, what a great scene or whatever. Like, or moments of the game giving you that same sort of feeling of like, oh, that's clever. Or, or oh, that's, this is actually fun to play. Or, wow, what a cool story. <laughs> you know? No, I don't know how I would describe it other than extremely obsessive. Right. For you, it's like you're not having fun. You're just focused. And yeah. that's, that's blocking out reality, which yeah. is what you want. Pleasantly. <laughs> Yeah. So, like a wake up, and that's just the first thing I think of doing. Yeah, that's not healthy. That's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. Trust yeah. me, I've definitely been there. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's a feeling of hating people and just wanting to be in the rift. Yeah. 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 Like the idea of doing anything else, like 
hey, watch a movie with your husband. I'm so pissed. It's like, fuck. But like, <laughs> once you've stopped playing for like 30 minutes, then you're like, okay, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, and remember, we can do I kept else. doing that because you'd be like, fucking watch a movie with me or whatever. And I'd be so angry. And then, uh, and then 30 minutes later, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm back. This is fine. Yeah. It's actually, it's, yeah. <laughs> Reality is fun too. <laughs> yeah. I just want to real quick uh, give a reminder here. Uh, email us. Uh, readfellas at gmail.com with anything that you guys want to have us read or fucking you have any questions email me with some dope video games yeah (laughs) 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 yeah Uh, yeah so yeah just throwing that out there Um, what else Jamal what do you got you want to do a we could do a widwib you know widwib hell yeah 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 would it do? Would it be? This week's widwib are numbers, nouns, or adjectives, or something else. Numbers? I think they're nouns, right? Yeah, I think they're nouns. Yeah. Yeah, because they're ideas, but like you, like think about how you use them in a sentence, though. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Two chickens are the. Is it an adjective? Right. I feel like it is an adjective. It's like a middle ground. I feel like that is an adjective. It's a modifier to the chicken. Yeah. Right. But it is its own like. Or but I'm five. Concept. Is a noun. Maybe it it can, it can be both. It's not like it doesn't exist as one or the other. Right. I'm trying to think of a non-number example of like an ad, like something that's both an adjective yeah, and, and, and a, a noun. noun. Yeah, like a fucking... Oh, there's definitely... A ton. Like, you'd have to just say, like, the number five. Like, black. Right? Like, black can be both a noun and an adjective. (laughs) Like, the color black is a noun. Mm -hmm. But a black sweater. Black then becomes an adjective. Right. It's the same thing, I feel like, with a number. Yeah. Colors and numbers. Because colors are an idea, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think we solved it. Wait, what is this idea shit... Nouns are people, places, and things, homie. What is idea no, no. you're throwing around? People, place, things, or ideas. Ideas are included in the noun list. What does that even mean? Ideas. A number. It's an idea. That's it's a not, thing. You can't hold a number in your hand. It's oh, an idea. Okay. Sure. It only exists as a The mouse yeah, can't go above <laughs> the number box. Now we're okay. talking about, what is that, predicates? I can't remember, but I know exactly. Over, under, beside. Yeah. Yeah. Pod pick. Dude, so this is a shout out to Megan. Yeah, so she got us that racetrack, right? (laughs) (laughs) With the slot cars. I'm like, I'm in a meeting, but I'm downstairs, (laughs) and I'm like far away from the box. So I'm a little bit distracted, you know, so I'm not like fully focused on my visual field, if that makes sense. Mm. And I'm like, oh, there's like someone drew a dick on this box. (laughs) Someone. You didn't think Jordan drew a dick on this box? Well, because I know Jordan wouldn't do something <laughs> like me. that. Yeah, someone broke into our house and drew a dick on this so, box. But I didn't right, think right. much of it. I was just like, oh, that's, you know, like there's definitely a dick on this box. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really go much further into the thought of it until I'm yep. like, wait, mm-hmm. who? Yeah. Then I end my meeting and I'm like, who would have drawn a dick on this box? Yeah, it looks like a Sharpie marker dick <laughs> yeah. on the side of this <laughs> yeah. box. And then it's not until closer examination you can see this in the pot deck that no, it's just the shape of the of the of the racetrack. Race <laughs> it's a cock track. <laughs> it made me laugh so fucking hard. I was like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen anything but it's, it's more not, dick shaped. It's not the shape 
of a dick that anybody would draw. Like if you really right. look at it, it has like a fucking like <laughs> yeah. a bumper to it. It's yeah. a dick with a bumper. I mean, it just looks too weird. Yeah, it looks like almost looks like a turtle. Yeah, or something. <laughs> Uh, it's phallic in it looks nature. Like, yeah. It looks like a kitchen knife in the back of like the blunt end of it's balancing on two eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is how my dick actually looks, but you know. Yeah. Most people's <laughs> most people's dick. Ugh, don't talk about your dick on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else can I talk about? Oh fuck it. I was I, cl- I cleaned our balcony off. Oh spring cleaning. God, oh, yeah. He was doing this for six hours. <laughs> It didn't take that long, but I'm, I basically we have astroturf on our, on our balcony, yeah. and there's like lots of little dirt and leaves and other pieces of nature that are stuck in the fucking. Mm-hmm. Bla- Why didn't you fake pick blades. up the uh, squares and shake them over the side? I mean, I thought about doing that, but I was like, I don't want to fucking see what Jamal's farting on. The yeah, mic. I, know. I don't want to see. Dan, how do you guys hear in that? I, it sounds like that you're putting the mic up fart. to your ass. It does. It's that that's cr- crazy. <laughs> it, that was a, that was a quiet fart. Wow. Well, I'm worried about how you're mic'd up. Then, like, we're, you're gonna send us your audio, and it's gonna be just like completely <laughs> overexposed. If I could use a photography metaphor for sound, mm, you may put a limiter may. on that shit. Anyways, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't. Well, one, we have patio furniture on there, so I would have to like find a way to like lift the patio. Like, I would need help, and I, you didn't want to help me, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a task I wanted to do. Also, you could have done it for the vast majority of the area, is what I'm saying. But also, okay, so they're like blades, though. So a lot of things are just entangled with it. Okay. So I bought a rake, yeah. I'm getting it, and I'm trying to rake this shit, <laughs> and it's not working as well as I had hoped. Uh-huh. Uh, well, one, the rake, the uh, <laughs> the prongs are a little, there's too much of a gap between them, and there's yeah. like little tiny leaves that are just going between, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Anyways. Very dusty, very dirty as I'm doing this, and I'm doing it the best I can. But after you get into a pile, it's like I still have to get down and like I have to pick it up by hand. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can I can do. I'll probably figure out a better technique next spring. But anyways, I fucking finish mm-hmm. doing this. I finally I get like most of the chunks, and then my next task is to create a mixture of simple green and water and soapy water and splash it all over, and then hose it like hose it off. And that's really like I'm blasting it with a hose to try and get all the little smaller pieces and all the dirt, try to wash it all off mm-hmm. the balcony. And I do this, I'm, I'm getting like so much dirt in my fingernails, it's just like grime. But it's like by the end of this, it's so fucking clean, sparkly, like ready for, <laughs> this, ready for the summer. Hell yeah. yeah. And then I feel like my head's hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have a fucking, a fucking burned scalp now. Oh, great. But the past fucking, I mean, it's, said, it's fine now. Me, did you get a picture of it? No, but like uh, the past couple days, yeah. like, yeah, it's been really like flaking off. And it's been, that's been my week. I haven't noticed <laughs> because I wasn't paying any attention to <laughs> You're in the rift. She's in the rift. It was a perfect time for me to be fucking scalping. Hell yeah. McPhee. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Thank you for doing that big chore. Big chore, I did it. Yeah, Jamal, what about you? Big chores? Uh, big chores we've been we've been fucking renovating this rv trying to get it ready by the end of the month and uh last week it's not uh, an rv yeah oh yeah that's another thing i wanted to say i looked it up a trailer is a fucking rv you fucking fags a trailer with wheels is what do you mean yeah this is a trailer with wheels it has to have wheels morgan (laughs) (laughs) 
How else did you pull it? I don't know. You just think it sits on top of the car? You know, trailer parks, some of them don't have wheels, I feel like. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. This is a trailer that is being pulled by the car. You're telling me a vehicle just has to have wheels. I don't know. Uh, that An RV, a recreational vehicle, this the pull trailer falls in that category. No, no, no. But what makes so go it fuck a vehicle? Yourself is what makes point. it a vehicle, though? It's not my problem. Because you it's can not my sit problem. in it while it's being pulled, maybe? So a wagon is a vehicle? Maybe. I By that A red flyer wagon? Yes. Okay, if you want to include red flyer wagon as a vehicle the same way you include April Fool's as a holiday, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm, full, I, I'm, I'm for it. I do not. I'm saying if what Jamal speaks is truth, then a red wagon vehicle. This sounds to me like something that's just, it's become, I like it's technically not an RV, but people call it an RV enough to where it's like, okay. it's prob- That's probably true. Although uh, this thing, I mean, it hooks up to the brakes. It's like an extension of the car, you know? Okay. I feel like. Okay, so yeah. there is some electronics. Yeah. To it. Also, can, if we can briefly touch on the April Fool's holiday thing, is I, for the entire what we recorded a, a week before April Fools, the entire time leading up to April Fools, I was like, "Are you so excited for the holiday coming up? The <laughs> holiday to Jordan every day." I think our whole conversation about how April Fools. <laughs> Is off pod holiday was off pod, but oh yeah, it's not. Oh, sorry. It became it was a heated thing for the well, and I still stand. I still stand so strong, and like I gave him so much shit. But you're wrong. Like we stayed up till midnight on that night, and I was like, "Happy April Fools!" and like the whole thing. (laughs) Right, I'm trying to explain to her that a holiday doesn't necessarily mean that you you hang Christmas lights. Like there's lots of variation, and also Morgan. Morgan, you waited till midnight and said, happy April Fool's. You blew it, man. That's not what you do on April Fool's Day. You don't just say, hey, guys, happy April Fool's Day. No, that's the joke. She <laughs> pulled a prank. Oh, I pulled pranks. The joke is she's treating it like it's like, oh, <laughs> it's a holiday. Right. It's your favorite no, holiday, it. It. which I think I said multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> which I've never said, nor I believe. I know. Uh, you got any big yeah. plans for the holiday coming up? What is the next holiday? <laughs> We passed Easter. Memorial Day. That's the next one? Mm-hmm. There's not a little a littler one? I mean, what Tuesday is the day? start of Ramadan. Remember I asked you what we're doing for Oh, Ramadan. yeah, Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do for Ramadan? <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what, are, what are we doing? Praise Allah. That's what we're going to do. So Morgan's been watching this fucking <laughs> super it's dumb. It's so bad. It's seriously horrific. Reality show called Love Island. It's worse than 90 Day Fiance for sure. And I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's I, I walked in and there is a narrator. <laughs> okay. Okay. Before I even get it, is the show is just a butt. It's like hot, like British people. Mm-hmm. They're always, they're just walking around and swim trunks. Yes. It's like one of those shows where they just try to, who you, everyone who tries would you to like fuck. To couple up with. Yeah. And I don't understand why there's any talking in, in these shows. <laughs> like, why don't you just show them fucking? Like, why don't they just fuck 100%? They're just hot people. Right. They're built to fuck. Yeah. That's what they do. The, yep. the audacity they have to like try and have conversations is just like, what are we doing? Dude, like, one of the guys- That's such a great point. The biggest and oldest guy, his name is Jordan. He fucking is so roided up that I shit you not, he starts crying because this one chick will not give him a high five back. And so he's like embarrassed. <laughs> It's the funniest fucking shit. I mean, that's I've what we're dealing seen. with here. We're not dealing with. There's no. 
Like, why are you talking? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Like, yeah. you guys know what you're doing. You you spend your whole life yeah. chiseling your bod <laughs> to fuck, and you're just going to fucking yeah. pretend like there's some sort Chat? of courtship going on here? Yeah, I mean, the the boys, I think, are pretty clear. Well, they just clearly have no mental function. The girls, which is almost funnier, create these, like, narratives about the boys which like don't exist like about what they're thinking and what their like move their next move is going to be and are they going to be loyal to this person and like the boys are just chill so anyway it's it's an awful show it's it's dumb but i walk in as she's watching this and there's a narrator that just i don't understand why a narrator exists yeah and i think the narrator is australian i think he's scottish and he just all, all i hear is this no news is good news. So bad news for John, he's about to get news. <laughs> That's what I hear when I walk in. And I'm like, turn this off. This is the stupidest It's really show. bad. Bad news for John, he's about to get news. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I just started it today. Like, say news one more time, you fucking, ah! It makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. People with big lips and big tits. I like that. I like that. <laughs> they're not shit. fucking, but they're not using them. Yeah, it's yeah. been forty-eight hours. They've been on this island. Right. What are they doing? Get at. They're like, drinking. What a are lot. they waiting for? Yeah. Right. So we have a top nine, and top is a funny adjective. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh. So guess what the theme of my life has been, other than the rift. Now you'll maybe imagine why I was so keen on escaping to the rift. We're watching all movies that Jordan has not seen, which means unless it's brand new, it's a fucking garbage movie. <laughs> right. That's not that's not the case. That's not 100% the case. Not 100%. I have not seen all the great movies that have come but out in the past. But let's be honest. The odds of it being a horrific movie are very high. Yes and no. I mean, there are movies that I've been wanting to see that I know that are classics or whatever that are just sure. for whatever Three reason. Three of these were but- good. Morgan has been very miffed at some of these movies. Very miffed oh, by mediocrity. Miffed by mediocrity. That's I had an experience ah. that I don't think I've ever had watching a movie, and it is number nine <laughs> on this list. Okay, we're not we're not getting into it yet oh, because okay. you need to go into a tenth movie first because for some reason you decided to watch The Time Traveler's Wife, which I did not. Oh, watch. I forgot about that. <laughs> also, not a good just movie. to fucking mention it. Yeah. I mean, I'm building a grill for Morgan. <laughs> In the, in the room as she's watching this, so I'm getting pieces. Uh-huh. But this movie sucks. It's so bad. It just the movies that it, yeah. it, it's all like a row a romantic movie, right? Yeah. And like the fucking odd. It's the same as Age of Adeline, as far as like the audacity yeah. of them to like put this science fiction element into it it's of time so travel nonsense. It's like it's like you're right. building. You know exactly what you want to do, but you need some sort of framework to put it on. And so, like, they just are like, okay, he time travels. I mean, I'm shooting holes in in (laughs) the entire time. Which I'm annoyed by because I'm not feeling well. And I just want to watch a dumb movie. I got got my second vaccine vaccine dose. dose, So she's got that. I'm just, like, tired and I just kind of am feeling a little bit off. And Jordan will not shut the fuck up and asking me questions. And I'm like, none of it makes sense. Yeah. So stop. So and that's the movie. That's yeah. pretty much the whole movie. And this is a uh, this is the first of two time travel Rachel McAdams movies. Oh, yes, that's what mistaken. I said. Is she's in all the movies? Yeah, <laughs> all of the time travel. movies. The other one's way better about time. That's what yeah. I thought I was yeah. getting ready to watch. To no, be you... perfectly honest, 
Not not when you started watching it. Oh you, no. Yeah. You you made it clear before I when I was like, "Oh, the time traveler's wife." And you were like, "No, I heard it's like stupid and I made like, it." We've same. seen it. Yeah. And I was like, "No, yeah. <laughs> yeah You're yeah, thinking yeah. of about time." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the time traveler's wife. He's like fucking it goes back in times, like talking to her when she's like a kid and yeah, stuff. When she's like, Yo, what are you doing? Yeah, he's a pedo. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. He like, comes out of the woods naked and shit. You're like, what the f- bro? He's like, little he, girl. He's naked little every girl. Time, time travel or some shit. Yeah, he, he doesn't take his clothes with him on the time traveling. Mm hmm. Right. That's the most accurate thing about the time exactly. traveling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of you getting your second as a vaccine, here's a vaccine dilemma. Okay. That I feel like is that they've sort of shot themselves in the foot. By now seeing that there's a version of it that uh, you only need one dose for, it's like now now it's open for everybody to get it. Mm-hmm. But you got the two dose version and you got the one dose version. It's like of course everyone wants the one dose version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the two dose version I think becomes more available quicker. Like yes. slots open up and it's like fuck. Do I get that now or do I wait for a one dose? You get it now. Then you get it, right, and then you, three days later, mean, the one dose pops up, and you're no, like, fucking just, hell. just sign up for what's available. I, have to go, I still have to go get my second one. Just sign up for what you can get. I want the one dose. Okay. I don't know what to tell you then. Well, I mean, it's all moot, because I tried to fucking sign up, and no, no doses You available. have to call. So di- my uh, boss got it, and I was like, how'd you get an appointment? And he was like, I called. That myths me more. Why, why is it so difficult? It should be easy as shit. Yeah. It, it is easy once they call on you. So on Monday, you They're will They're calling able, me now? What's going on? On Monday, you will what? be able to sign up. I told you this already. And it will be fine. Okay. One dose? Potentially. I don't know. <laughs> it's a roulette of doses. All right. Time traveler's wife. Fucking lame. Be, without even knowing what the nine are. Oh, my God. Where would you rank time traveler's wife? <laughs> I would put it uh, at number six. Oh, wow. Okay. There's been a lot. I mean, seriously, damn, most of the of, movies. Lots of bullshit. Most of the movies that we watch have been. I'll tell you, this this last one, I don't know if it just um, hit me. I mean, I've never. Can I, can I go into it now? Number nine. So I've never had this experience. Let me just preface it. Where I was so disinterested in this movie from start to finish that I would have rather stared at a black screen and been with my thoughts. You would have been out of the rift just with your deepest, darkest thoughts and watched this movie. On no level did I want this to like be entering my fucking eyeballs and having any place in my brain. And I was getting (laughs) so mad, like more and more mad as time was going on, because I'm like, Jordan's not stopping this. What the fuck? How could he do this to me? Yeah. We had to get through it because we did I, set in stone, three. I set in stone that we have to do the three. You know, I come up with three movies that and we have I to And I told watch. him, I go, you know, right. I, I've known that Robert Zemeckis uh, directed Back to the Future my entire life, and never yep. have I heard of another, like, must-see which just it's scared. It's a little off-putting, you know. It's. I like, mean, he directed yeah. Forrest Gump. He directed <laughs> Flight. He's directed good movies, and most of his movies are entertaining. Which is why I was like, let me find uh, these Zemeckis three, and there are three Robert Zemeckis yeah. movies that I've never seen before. And I'm thinking in my head, like, uh, they're probably not going to be his best movies because there's no probably way not. I they're going to be better than the ones I've seen. But they're they're going to be entertaining. I mean, the guy just does like 
It was the opposite popcorn of entertainment. entertainment flicks, right? It's the the exact right. opposite of entertainment. And this one, I'm like, it's got to be great because it's starring, yeah, Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, and Goldie Hawn, right? You know, and it is called Death Becomes Her, and it is fucking awful. I don't know if I've ever seen. I've seen it. I know I said this a long time really? ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, when I was a kid, I saw this movie. I mean, doc, this this is like I'm ashamed at how much I talk shit about Doctor Sleep because this movie <laughs> is. I would rather watch Doctor Sleep on fucking marathon throughout my entire weekend than have to watch this movie one more time. Meryl Week Streep, she sucks in the movie. Goldie Ho Hum Han, <laughs> she sucks in the movie. Bruce, fill his ass with Guinness Willis. <laughs> Fucking sucks. This movie sucks. Oh my god! It has all the elements of just bullshit. It's magic. It's fucking my neck twists all the way around, and I'm dead, and I have a hole. Well, in yeah, me like the, the special like... effects are so dated, and it seems like they're. I mean, he's. Yep. It's really like a. Oh, we can do this. Let's just fucking go full force with the special effects right. at hand. Oh, it's so bad. And it was so. It's horrible. so gimmicky and just the characters are so unlikable, <laughs> like intentionally. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a point where it's like. If it's a comedy, you want the unlikable characters to at least make you laugh, and they're they don't they're not funny. Like, yeah, I feel like these actors in particular, like they're not generally comedic actors. Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis, <laughs> yeah. like Bruce Willis is an action star. <laughs> Meryl Streep is deep drama, and they're trying to get these like other actors who are great in their respective yeah. fields of genre, but they're trying mm-hmm. to get them to do comedy, and they just it is it's, dog they shit. suck so bad, and it's and it's. Mm. Of course, it's mostly the writing because these are great actors, but it's still like, what the Yikes. fuck? It, it makes you think of like when people say that comedy is harder than drama. It's like, well, fuck, is Meryl Streep really that great of an actress? Because uh, she can't do this thing that other people can do way better than her. No, Jim Carrey's better than her. I don't think like, anyone could have pulled this off, to be totally honest. It that's was true. This, I mean, the, the movie's just, yeah, everything about the movie sucks. It sucks. It's, it's the. A, I wish I could put it so much further down, but we don't have a lower spot. You wish you watched a bunch more movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the, it is the worst. Like, for the rest of my life, unless Jordan finds a a worse movie, which is possible. Now I believe anything is possible. But, like, Mm -hmm. this is so clear. It's, it, it burned into my fucking psyche so much that there's no way I won't remember it as, like, my least favorite movie. For the foreseeable future. It's nice to have that answer, though. Locked and loaded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's here's true. the thing. Here's here's the one thing about the movie that is kind of cool. I thought they're because they they drink a potion to not age anymore, and uh-huh. but it basically it reverses it, it, aging. In fact. Oh yeah, and but it basically kills them. Like they become corpses, living corpses. It doesn't make any sense, but it's, all right. It's so dumb, but it makes a lot more sense than Asia Adeline's <laughs> no aging story. Like at least they didn't go yeah. at least they didn't go yeah. with like the sciency moon yeah. shot thing. It's like here's a yeah. potion. Make it a potion. Yeah, make it on. a potion. Yeah. yeah. It's magic is what it is. So make it look magic. Yeah, it's fine. All right, number eight. Get off of this fucking movie. Number eight, unhinged. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a movie on this list that I hate more than unhinged. Oh, really? but, but unhinged is a brand new movie. 
starring Russell Crowe as fat Russell Crowe. And <laughs> he's okay. He's, he is so big, Jamal. He's fat. Fuck. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, he has literally gained all the weight. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's John Goodman. He's go- he's turning into John Goodman. John Goodman's turning into Russell Crowe. I'm looking Crow. at pictures of him in the movie right now. <laughs> he, this one picture right here, he lo- I mean, it looks like John Goodman straight up. <laughs> John Goodman with a beard. John Goodman has a beard. Oh. Yeah, so I appreciated that this movie, like, it wasn't trying to be something that it wasn't. It was just basically a fucking it road, was too a road rage guy. He has road rage, but he's like a, he's a psychopath, and he follows. And the and he idea makes that he's woman. like never done this, and now he's just like a crazy. Murderer. Oh, they don't say that. No, no, he's he's already on the run for no. murdering his like ex-wife or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the beginning of the movie. He walks into that house, <laughs> murders his ex-wife and and her husband, oh, that's and then right. sets the house on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, he's this guy's lost his marbles. Yeah. And then the main character of the movie, this woman, is uh impatient at a stoplight when he's in front of her, and then he she like rails on her horn to get him to go, and then he just doesn't move and she goes around him. And then she gets at another stoplight, and he pulls up behind her, or ne- kind of next to her, and he's like, "You know what a courtesy honk is?" <laughs> and like, and he's just mad that she didn't do that—a courtesy honk. Yeah. So he yeah. murders her entire family. So he goes violently. and he's like, "You're about to see what a bad day is," <laughs> and he goes and he just murders her best friend, her, her fucking In brother. In public places, like, she's baller. This movie sounds pretty good, right? Like the story is like way better than uh, the movie yeah. is, but. At least it is like this is what it is, you sure. know. It's like we're gonna like watch you, Russell like Crowe go way off the handle. He's unhinged, right? Yeah. He's unhinged. He, uh, yeah. If 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 it I was done almost like a, in a funny way or something, I could see it being potentially oh, good. No, I mean the funny. the acting of the of the mom, the the main woman and her son is so bad. <laughs> like they just suck. Mm. That takes away a lot from it. And Russell Crowe is not great, but he is. It He's is funny. So I mean, you may have Russell to re- do this. You, you, you rewrite the script to be a comedy, and you recast the entire thing. You get you swap out Russell Crowe for John Goodman. That could be good. Or Bruce Willis. That could be good. No, fuck Bruce Willis. I mean, the way that a lot of it plays out, there's a lot of scenes where you're like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? This is dumb. Yeah. You would never do this. Like, this guy should not be on the loose as long as he is. No. And it's just, the movie is bad. It's not, I don't recommend it. Okay. But Number eight. No, seven. Seven. Nope. Ma. Hey, Ma. What's up? Ma, we just finished <laughs> watching this movie. Octavia Spencer uh, gets a bunch of high school kids drunk in her basement. Dude, I mean, it's so bizarre. Oh, I've heard of this. It is so fucking awful. I, I Unhinged <laughs> is better than this movie. I think I agree with you, actually. I mean, I'll tell you what the most egregious part of it is for me, and you're not going to agree. There are so many egregious parts. First of all, the way that they interact, the dialogue is bananas. Also, okay, the whole premise of the movie is, like, <laughs> she sucked some dude's dick that wasn't the right dude it was supposed to be. In high school. In high school. And so she... What does that even mean? Wait, 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 wait. Like, she went into a closet. <laughs> it was, like, in a dark closet. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a different guy's penis. Apparently, she just grows up to be a fucking psycho... To get back at him. Like, sickens her daughter and then, like, befriends all their children. Yeah, it's so I mean, weird. It's, it's, it's weird. The, the main thing is she fucking allows these kids to drink in her basement. And these kids, everyone in this movie is either, like, class of 2020 or class of 1995. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
all of the parents in the movie, they all went to high school together and, and all, all the kids, the kids are in the, are same, in the grade. same grade. Oh, so it's like all the characters are in one camp or the other. Yeah. So every uh, but adult t- all went to high school together with Octavia Spencer. Yes. But I'll tell you what made me the most upset is when they're partying in the basement and they're listening to, can you take me to Funky Town? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these adult, these high schoolers, town. modern day high schoolers and I'm listening like, to are we sp- And I mean, it's like a hype <laughs> what scene. What the fuck? Like it's a dance. Yeah, they're getting down. Scene, and I'm like, <laughs> are dance. we supposed to think that this is the music that they're listening to? I mean, they're no, listening to like. You know what it like, is? What? It's it's uh, those. That's one of her ground rules. Is like you have to listen to my playlist. No, she, no, really she has makes to her ground rules basement. very clear. Don't take the Lord's name in vain, and don't go upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> those are her only two rules. Yeah. No, but she's. It must be everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah, kung fu fighting. What the fuck? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I was half expecting it to be like bird, bird, bird. The bird is a word. <laughs> <laughs> bird, bird, bird. <laughs> the- and they're just like getting wasted and like, you know, dance floor fucking and making and memories. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. This music could not be more incorrect for this scene this movie is so like all the dialogue sucks so bad all the reasoning for like them even going into this woman's basement to begin with is retarded she pulls a gun on them the first time and then pulls it off like it's a joke and they're like oh they actually think it's funny it's like this is bonkers yeah yeah, this is it's supposed to be a fucking horror thriller movie where it gets scarier and scarier of ma going to like murder these people but uh it just it's it's not tonally weird, and it's just Octavia Spencer's thinner than Russell Crowe, which I don't like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. I mean, oh my god, that one scene. <laughs> there's a guy. Uh, so the main girl, the daughter, uh, high schooler, whatever. She thinks one of the boys is cute. He comes over to their house, introduces. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> introduces himself to her mom. <laughs> her mom went to high school with his dad, of course, and. <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that your mom died. And she is like really apologetic to him. He's like, yeah, it's, it's okay. But it's really okay. My, my dad, he, he's got a new fuck buddy now. That's his response. Okay. That's his response. Okay. He, she says, let me repeat. I apologize that your mother died. And he, and he says, it's okay. My dad has a new fuck buddy. That's his dialogue. Okay. That's what he says. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Like, can you what? imagine your mom dies and then it's okay though, because your dad went and got a new fuck buddy. Compl- everything's cool now. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, it was sad that my dad didn't have a place to put his cum, but that's solved now. Yeah. That, so don't that, worry about that it. was what was that's really all devastating about my mom dying. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, exactly. Uh. And it, That's delicious. And the movie plays it off like he goes, oh, sorry. Like him saying, like him using that term is for the woman is, is offensive and he yeah. shouldn't say that. Not the fact that it's like, no, no, you're fucked up in the head, kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's very strange. Like, yeah. Jesus using the word Christ. fuck buddy is not what's weird about this <laughs> sentence that you just said. Oh, bro. So bad. Anyways, the movie sucks. Numero six. It's going to be the, the common theme. Number yeah. six. Are you ready? Yeah. Romancing the Stone. Okay, another Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Oh, God. It's one of those movies that I've always heard the name, Romancing the Stone, whatever. Yeah. This, this is, is a, a movie. Thank you, Michael Douglas. Yeah, produced um, a Michael Douglas picture. But, produced I by... mean, the main character is Kathleen <laughs> Turner. 
Yeah. And anyway, this is about a treasure hunt with a treasure map that is drawn by a five-year-old child. Mm-hmm. It's not a ma- like map is in quotes here. Like there are no. They say it's a map, but there's just like it's not a ma- like you couldn't follow it anywhere. Yeah. There's you, just landmarks there's, drawn right. on it <laughs> with like squiggly lines. Right. And if you fold it a certain <laughs> way, like pictures. It, it's a picture of a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that supposed to be a map? I know. It's because so it, annoying. it's a picture of a waterfall. <laughs> it's so upsetting. And they just. Like, I guess I'll just keep an eye out for that thing. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly that's like what happens. Around. They're just coming across yeah. these landmarks. Yeah. They're not following a map. Yeah. It's just, oh, they happens upon the right. Devil's Fork. Yeah. It's just so dumb. Which yeah. is a cactus. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> first of all, Kathleen Turner, the main character, she, she got sucks. Gray ass. teeth, my homie. She's like. A, I've never liked her in anything I've ever seen her. She sucks. What else have you she's seen a her? terrible actress. I don't remember, but every time I see her, yeah. she's underwhelming. She always, I think now she always plays like the drunk mom who's like, that's like her fucking typecast role. Sure. I don't know. She's she's not good actress. <laughs> and fucking Michael Douglas is not good in this movie. But first of all, this movie has, I mean, ninth of all, this movie has, uh, it's PG, but it's 1984 Opening PG. Scene. Tits. Tits. Naked tits. Nice. No, well, it show, it's wet t-shirt tits. Oh, yeah. But yeah, nips. Yeah. You can totally see the nips. Oh, There's yeah. tits. They're sex. They're full on boning yeah. in, in this thing. And you could see like side boob like crazy, side ass. <laughs> uh, sex, mm. guns, lots of shooting, lots of fucking language shit and balls and tits <laughs> and, and, and like racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like uh, there's tons of weed and drugs and like. A guy gets his arm ripped off by a fucking alligator. Yeah, it's incredibly uh, violent. And then he gets set on fire. Like, it's like, this is a PG movie. Yeah. This is a PG movie back in 1984. It's crazy. Right. Danny DeVito is fairly entertaining. He's entertaining for just how dumb the movie is. Like, his character doesn't make any sense. No. Everything unfolds. Like, he's a bad guy, and he holds them at gunpoint. Or he hides in the back of their car, Marty McFly style. This is a year before Back to the Future. Oh, dude, there were several... Uh, homages, if you will, pre-homages <laughs> to Back to the Future, where we're like, "Holy yeah, shit!" Yeah, he's wearing like a red vest. I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" <laughs> well, and it's like the phone's ringing, and she's late. You know? Yeah, it's like that's like one of the first scenes of the movie. Like it pans over a clock. Yeah. Like that pan like, clock. Damn, I'm it, late for school. <laughs> yeah, it pans over to her. She looks at her fucking alarm clock, and she's like, "Oh, I'm late!" And she yeah. like runs out of the house. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, Danny DeVito. Like he hides in the back of their car. And they drive to the waterfall. <laughs> they get the treasure, and he's like, ah, and pulls a gun on them. And then he fucking, he like, he rode with them. He was in the back of their car. Mm-hmm. He fucking walks them back to the car. He's like, get in. <laughs> it's like, why is he doing this? Yeah. Why doesn't he take the car and go back mm-hmm. and just leave them? With, like, he stole the treasure. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And no. it's just to set up the next chase sequence because some other people rain on the parade. But it's like, it doesn't make any sense that that would happen. Right. It's infuriating. Yep. So infuriating. Agreed. And the movie's not, it's not fun to watch. It's not a fun movie. <laughs> I almost think Unhinged is better than this one as well. Wow. But it's, so it's, gonna, it's better Unhinged than is working its way to the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number five. What lies beneath? What lies beneath? This is the final Zemeckis three. <laughs> I had seen half. this, but I was very young and I was super high on pain meds. This is by far the best of the three. <laughs> by that we far. Watched. It's still bad because it's about blue ghosts. I mean, we watched this right after Unhinged, and I'm seriously watching Michelle Pfeiffer being like, she is putting She's up an, an Oscar. Level well, here's performance. the thing: is she does an excellent 
job in this movie. But Excellent. it's like, is she objectively super good or is it just by comparison? Because No, because I even noted it and it's rare that I note like this performance is very good. Yeah, she's good. She's great in the movie. Yeah. She's way better than Kathleen Turner and Meryl, Meryl Streep in all the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's about ghosts. And fucking Harrison Ford is okay in it, whatever. But the beginning is is intriguing. Like I'm get, it's setting it up like I know it's going to be a ghost movie, whatever. The setting is kind of cool. They're in a house and she can see their neighbor's house pretty like in a cool way or it's like, "Oh, you're looking in the windows." Like it's 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 kind of cool, fun, whatever. She's her daughter went off to college, so now she's got the house to herself and she's like occupying her time with bullshit. So it, it's intriguing in a way, but then once the ghost and the witchcraft gets in, mm-hmm. it's like so <laughs> boring and uninteresting mm. and i'm like God and like it. they spend a lot of time developing plot that is actually completely irrelevant and the movie's untrue. two and a half hours long <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like it doesn't <laughs> need to be this Christ. long it's crazy but then once it gets revealed spoiler alert that harrison ford is the bad guy then it's fun like it's obvious that he's the bad guy like it doesn't surprise you but there's a cool jump scare yeah. from him being like behind her when she doesn't know he's there and it's like whoo boomp and then from that point, now I it's screamed. kind of fun. Yeah, Morgan screams. <laughs> and then the movie gets fun at the end. Like, it's like, oh, and then like he fucking puts a paralysis agent in her. Is that what you call it? A, a shot? Yeah. Or a drink? How does he get it in her? It's a he shot. He shots right? her. He shots her. <laughs> so he fucking shots her. She, it, it, a shot that paralyzes her. So she's conscious. He puts her in the fucking bathtub, which all the bathtub shots are kind of cool. They, I told you this, yes. And then he starts... Uh, running the water, filling to fill it up to drown her slowly, like she can't move. Mm. And then he gets spooked. Like the ghost comes along. Like the ghost is like a side character. In this movie. <laughs> the ghost comes along, spooks him. He gets <laughs> a like, friendly oh, fuck. ghost, and he f- slips. He hits his head on the sink or whatever. And then like he's unconscious as she's stuck there as the bathtub's filling. And that whole sequence is fun. Like mm. that's actually like suspenseful, and it's like holy fuck. Like yeah. what is she gonna do? The bathtub's filling up. And, oh, yeah. like, it's cool. It's a cool little sequence. But, of course, she gets out of it somehow because she gets to wiggle her toes a little bit, like, <laughs> Kill Bill style. And then mm-hmm. yeah. that's enough to, like, pull the drain. But then the drain is, like, not pulled out fully. It's, like, kind of, like, teetering on the edge. Filling, so it's, so. like, it's still filling at a rate faster than it's draining. So it's, but it's, so it's just going slower as it's, like, going up to her nose mm-hmm. and stuff. All that stuff, I think, is cool suspenseful-wise. Yeah. And then after she starts, to, then she, whatever, she gets out and she regains her feeling. It's a very brief paralysis agent uh, <laughs> shots. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole sequence of fucking in the car and then they drive off the bridge and go into the ocean and then the ghost drowns Harrison Ford. That, that part is dumb. Yes. So, yeah. Everything with the ghost is stupid. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And I don't really even understand what it is it doesn't make any sense i hate witchcraft i don't know if i've talked about this in the podcast (laughs) everything about witchcraft to me is so stupid i hate this is the reason why i can't get into vampire movies it's because it's established lore that it's brought into a movie that you're supposed to like half understand but then the half they're going to explain to you like and it's like i don't want this fucking shit i don't want this shit that's out in the world brought into this movie that's fictional shit that's out in the world into this movie. Like, create your own new stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be magical, whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Have it be your uh, some original thing. But this fucking, <laughs> like, they pull out a Ouija board at one point. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think 
though that at the time this came out, Ouija boards were not as like. What yeah, they the were. Fuck? This came out like '96 or something. Yeah. Or I think later. No, this came out in 2000 and something. Hmm. Ouija board had been done. Okay. It's been done. All right. I. Number Stop f- putting Ouija boards in your movies, number guys. Number four. Number <laughs> four. Number four. Bad trip. Bad trip. Brand new movie. <laughs> have you heard about this movie, Jamal? I have heard it. I've heard about it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I seen it. It's starring Lil Rel. Howie. Howard. What's his name? Wow. Lil Rel. Howry. 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 Is he Asian? I think it's Howry. <laughs> Howry, <laughs> Howry, Howry, and uh, on- real, Eric Andre. real, real Howry. This movie Sorry. is and Tiffany Haddish. And Tiffany Haddish. This movie's bad, like as a movie, <laughs> but it's clever in the way that it's done, and there's actually it's actually funny at yeah. times. It's like so a, it's worth watching. It's in my Borat opinion. style. It's okay. Borat. It's more. It's like Borat meets Dumb and Dumber. Like the story is the same as Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah. It's two friends who are stupid <laughs> mm-hmm. going to go to a girl who mm-hmm. he thinks likes her. Yeah. Who actually doesn't. Like he had one passing moment with her and he's like, I gotta go. We gotta go on a road trip. Yeah, it's Dumb and Dumber. To, it's, it's exactly the same story as Dumb and yeah. Dumber. And they even have an homage to Dumb and Dumber at one point. Like the gimmick of the movie is it's, there's just scene by scene of actual real people like they're doing prank sort of stuff. Like the same way as like Bad Grandpa, where they're in real life yeah. situations and the and the story is just an aside. Like yeah. it's just meant to right, get them from point right. A to point B on the vehicle. Yeah, in these different scenarios for shock value on these uh civilians. And mm-hmm. there's one clever sequence I thought where you know the scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's driving and then he starts he goes into a daydream about his life with mm-hmm. the girl. And then that it turned then the fucking like she flashes them, but their headlights yeah. coming into an oncoming semi truck and it breaks the spell. They do the same exact sequence. Eric Andre, he's driving and he starts daydreaming, except in the sequence, like he's with the girl, whatever, but it's still real life people. Like it's still it's still meant to show you a prank, but in his dream sequence. Oh, which wow. I thought is just a okay. clever mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. And so there's some clever stuff like that. There's a lot of things like a lot of the pranks are not very clever. Like they're just straightforward. Like he's drunk and he's acting a fool and he yeah. jumps off something. Like they're not like written very mm-hmm. well. And the whole movie, the crux of like what's entertaining about it is the reactions. For sure. And the, my favorite right. one is in the smoothie shop. And that black chick is like, this is not good. Yeah. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's to be, that is what makes this movie entertaining is it's like, you have other prank shows and stuff, but they're mostly like white people. Yeah, this is like almost exclusively black people. Black people. It's so and it's fucking makes it way better. Funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, like- that woman because he's like he's um just digging his hands, bare hands. He's a, the smoothie shop worker into the fruit mm-hmm. and then like putting it, you know, and wiping it and being gross about it. Yeah, and so they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like that's fucking nasty or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And he puts like a bunch of bullshit into this blender and he's like, you guys can have this for free or whatever, whatever, <laughs> like, because he's not helping anyone because the, the chick came into the store. Right. So he's like not taking mm-hmm. anyone's order. So he gives them all this free smoothie. And then this woman sits in in the restaurant, quote unquote, restaurant at a table or whatever in the smoothie shop. And she's just like 
this is not good. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Yeah. It's so funny. Holy <laughs> shit. The black, just like that whole like black <laughs> attitude that yeah. they're like no nonsense fucking right. attitude that <laughs> yeah gets thrown back in their face. Like the movie's best when I feel like when they're not even doing big pranks, like when they're just sitting on the bus having a like a movie conversation with each other, <laughs> yeah. but like loud enough so other people on the bus could hear them. But they're, they're just, like, oh, he's a good friend. <laughs> yeah, like they're just having like dialogue, like movie dialogue. Yeah. But it's like if you were to yeah. hear that in real life, which that is what they're showing, like people are like, what the fuck? Like yeah. this is like yeah. hidden cameras like singing their face. Like what are these guys talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're I'm my best sorry. friend, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, oh. like that's where the movie's at its best, I feel. Yeah, pretty funny. But, yeah. Anyways, next. Number two. No, three. That's trois. Oh, sorry. This sounds like two. <laughs> Un de trois. <laughs> sounds like you're pronouncing the W in two. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like, I'm looking at it again. I'm like, all right. Uh, the Kid Detective. <laughs> Adam Brody. Rated R despite its title. Jordan tried to sell me on the fact that Adam Brody is the main Well, because you love Adam Brody. No, I didn't. You're like, said, I love Adam Brody. I didn't. I never said that. I said he's from the OC. I've never seen him in anything. So yeah. I just thought you would like him. No. I don't even know who he is. He's so. the one in Promising Young Woman, the first dude that takes her home. Oh. I guess I didn't even realize that. Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, okay. the only time I've ever mentioned it. Right, right, right. But since he's not a familiar actor to me, yeah. I only know at the name tied to <laughs> the OC. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen him in enough to be like, now I would recognize him because sure. I saw him as in a leading role in this movie. Right. Which I don't think he's awful. No, no. I think this movie's not bad. I it's put not it a bad number movie. three. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this, is, this is a brand new movie. It came out last year. And it's basically, it's like a noir detective movie. And it's also kind of funny because I feel like he is, his name is tied to the OC when he was basically a kid about, like he's tied to this city that gave him praise for being in this show when he was young and now he's not, which is kind of like Sure. I don't know any of the history of the OC, but- it's a great That's show. Interesting. It's a great show. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- this movie is basically like he, w- as a child, solved crimes in his community. And then he grew up thinking that was his calling. And now it takes place 30 years later. And he's still a fucking private detective guy. But he's he's like kind of a burnout. And he hasn't had like a real case. But then a real case comes across his desk. Well, Murder. He gets, he gets sidetracked as a kid when his fucking assistant is ki- goes missing his yeah. eight-year-old assistant or whatever right a high school assistant or whatever um and yeah and he can't solve that case and it fucking haunts him so that's sort of the setup and then a murder happens and he gets hired to solve this murder and it's a, it's a fun-ish movie there's lots of i liked it there's moments where i thought it was kind of boring or like kind of like uh like yeah. i don't know why they're showing peanut like allergy stuff like that doesn't really come into play <laughs> um but what? there's some humor uh, his there's... parents are like dick parents, but not over the top. Like yeah. just in this, in the disappointed way that parents would be. Yeah, <laughs> there's some funny things and stuff. Like he and says, then, like the, the way the that he does detective stuff. Horrific. Oh yeah, but we don't want to give it away. Oh, I know. Um, but I was shocked, like that they took it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, but yeah, so it's not a bad movie. But yeah, I wouldn't put it in my. <laughs> the greatest of all time. 
Oh my god, this right. list is this is a Jamal yeah. list. Yeah, this it's been a while since we watched a bunch of movies that were not good. You know, I felt like next week yeah. or not next week, but the week I actually yeah, starting next week, we're going to be talking a lot of Oscar talk because the Oscars are among us. So that's right. I felt like we got to get our trash out of the way. Yeah, take out the trash. Sure. Holy and hell. then it's going to be Oscars. Yeah. Okay, but here we get to better ones. Number at number two. Yeah. Okay, number two and one are better ones. Okay. Uh, Memories of Murder, number two. Ne- Memories of Murder. This is a Bong Joon-ho. Oh, shit. I want to see this. This is another fucking detective movie, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. I will say that I didn't love this movie. Same. Mm. It's not my favorite Bong Joon. It's not my favorite Bong Joon by a long shot. Yeah. But it's not bad. There's just a, there's a lot of... Foreign get away with, I feel like in this yeah. movie. I've talked about foreign get away with before. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this movie has it a lot. Tell me. I just feel like so there's a rapist murderer out on the loose and they're trying to find It's a true story, by the way. It's based on a true story that happened in Korea. But the fucking detective so the main detective is the same guy from Parasite. The dad. The dad. And he is like he's like a terrible detective. He's bad at yeah. his job. Mm-hmm. Um, he sucks at being a detective. He's very unethical. He fucking beats people and tries to get false convictions and he falsifies evidence and stuff. And then there's the another uh, detective comes in from Seoul, Korea. He's the big city guy. He comes in and he's actually like good. Like he's fucking. He's following mm-hmm. like yeah. There, the it clues. always happens on rainy nights and always rainy. Yeah, right? he's putting things together. Yeah. Whereas. The other guy's just like beating a confession out of other out of retards, basically. Yeah, fan of the retard, Bong Joon. Yeah, he sure is. The fucking <laughs> the thing that kind of bothers me about this whole sequence is that I get that he's the bad, like he's not portrayed as like bad cop. Yeah, he's just he's portrayed as incompetent cop. Correct. Which he's not just an incompetent cop. He's a bad person. Yeah. And he's not portrayed that right. way. Yeah. It, it's supposed to almost be like comical what he's doing. And it's like, no, it's this is terrible. evil yeah. what he's doing like in real life. Right. It's like the way that he's like forcing these and then it's not even clear if he really does believe that these people are are, are the rapists. He's like, I murder. just know by looking at him. Yeah, he like, he believes he's a good cop, like a good detective. Yeah. And thinks that he can tell who who's bad by looking at them, but then he's beating a confession out of somebody. Like he's he's like fucking rehearsed what this person should say. Like they say something and he like corrects them. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you mean like he strangled her with a fucking her her brazier, not her panties or whatever. Like he's <laughs> correcting them, putting it together. And then the good cop is like in the room, but he's not treating it as like, dude, like yeah, you need to stop this. He does. He's just like letting. It, he's just but like, he lets it happen. He lets it happen, yeah. and it's just like. And then nonchalantly will walk in the room and be like, you got the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, this guy needs to like be fired. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's right. it's insane. Like yeah. the, what this guy's getting away with. And he like, he they get all the way to the point of like this public trial with this mentally handicapped guy that he's forced a confession out of. And then like it blows up in his face. They don't do it, but he's not suspended or fired no. for being a cop. He just is still on the case and he gets someone else. And he does the same thing with the next person. It's just, it's so crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it's mm. taking me out of the movie how like crazy this is. I know. I agree with that. If he actually was like more evil, I felt like it would have been better. Like if he was more like. If it wasn't played for comedy. No, right. but I think he to. is 
it's his job, right? And so he's trying to find the bad guy. And so once he finds someone, he, I think, is trying to, like, push it and believe himself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he is. He wants, quote, unquote, justice. He wants to think he's doing the right thing. (laughs) Right, but it's so clear that he has the wrong guy or, like, he's brushing off this other detective who's making very valid points and he just like hates him. He's just like, fuck you, whatever. And that's fine. But I feel like it would be better if it wasn't like, you feel like he actually thinks that he is getting justice by doing what he's doing. No, I think he's trying to complete his task. No, but that's not how it plays in the movie. It plays like he thinks that he's got him. Like it plays like he cares about well, catching I this don't guy. think he's a bad guy is the thing. That's that's the point, I guess. Is but he like, is. Yeah. But it's not played that way. That That's what I don't like about it. He's played almost like he's funny how incompetent he is, but he's a very bad person. Yeah. Like if this is a real person. Right, but the he doesn't force. think he's that way, I guess is my point. Sure, yeah. And most psychopaths don't. And that's what I'm saying. Like he's not played as a psychopath. He's played as like a guy. <laughs> Anyways... The, I don't want to give away the ending or anything, but I mean, it's based on a true story, but a lot of these things actually couldn't have happened in real life. <laughs> People being hit by trains and stuff, I don't think happened. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the good detective, he kind of bothers me too, even. I like the police work he's doing, but how nonchalant he is about yeah. what's going on with his other cop is so crazy to me. Like he doesn't care. Like he's like going off on his own clues while other people are in custody that clearly are not Correct. the guy but they're he trying to catch. Him out at the end. Kind of. <laughs> after the guy gets beaten and tortured for so long. Anyways, whatever. The movie's okay. Yeah. It's nowhere near as good as Parasite and Mother to me I think is his, is his best movie. Word. All right. Number one. Number one. Number one. I like this movie. Hard eight. Hard eight. This is a PTA. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie i i don't know what it's about but (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) i really liked it i thought it was just intriguing after here's what i'll say after all the movies that we watched this was the most enjoyable movie to watch (laughs) as far as like it felt like oh this is what like filmmaking should be like as far as right i'm interested in the characters characters. yeah um Mm -hmm. which is kind of a bummer because i feel like I never, that's, you never find out, like. You, you find out little things. You find things. out little things. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. I was interested from the jump and, and then fell asleep at the end, but uh, mostly caught all of it. <laughs> and I rewatched it. Yeah, um, it. It's good. I think, I mean, I think all the acting is great. I think Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, yeah. she's becoming one of my favorite actresses, I feel. She's good. <laughs> she's so good. But. What's the name of the lead actor? I can never remember his name. He's never a lead. He has three names. <laughs> he's never a lead, but he's John a lead. John C. Riley. No. No. He has three names. Oh, you mean, oh, guy. you're talking about, I like butter in my ass and lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That guy? The ma- Sydney, the main, the old man. Yeah, yeah. Butter in my ass and lollipops in my mouth. I don't remember him I saying that I don't remember him ever. saying that either. That's from, uh, that's from Bo- Boogie Nights. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That's really out yeah. of character. Yeah, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights better movie than this one. This movie, I didn't, I yeah. didn't absolutely love it. I was just, it kept me interested, and yeah. And we watched eight horrible movies. <laughs> Not horrible. It's right. just, we're miffed by mediocrity. Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall. Mm-hmm. P. 
TBH. Yeah, he's interesting to watch this movie because you're like, is he fucking like what? What is he doing? Why is he doing? Yeah, this? is he like mm-hmm. creating a fucking? But best scene in the movie, in my opinion, go for it. Steals the show. Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> is in one scene mm-hmm. where he's playing craps and he's like really obnoxious, and <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is just the greatest. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's it. That's, That's it. All the movies. Real quick. Beautiful. Real quick. Let me give you my top 10 Zemeckis movies. Okay. Okay? Okay. Starting with number one. Yeah. Are you separating out all the Back to the Futures? You have to be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one. I just did a quick ranking here. Uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Number two, Forrest Gump. Number three, Flight. Number four, wow. Contact. Ooh, I forgot Contact was him. Number like five, that. Back to the Future Part Two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number six, Castaway. Wow. Number seven, Back to the Future Part Three. Okay. Number eight, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. I haven't gotten to any of the movies that we actually watched <laughs> until, yep. until number nine, What Lies Beneath. <laughs> and the number 10 by default is Romancing the Stone because okay. I don't think I've seen any <laughs> other ones. I haven't seen like The Walk. Why did I say like I don't know. The Walk? <laughs> the walk. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Beowulf. I haven't seen The Polar Express. I haven't seen... Uh, Why didn't we watch The Polar Welcome Express? Welcome to Marwin. I haven't seen that shit. Uh, I can't believe you made me watch that movie. Welcome to Marwin. Death Becomes Hers. <laughs> it's over. It's over. I was, I was genuinely upset. And now. I was like, I am, I'm still traumatized. I mean, the whole night I was like just in trauma recovery from having watched that movie. Mm-hmm. It was so deeply upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still s- upset thinking I apologize. And now someone will hear your review and they'll watch it just out of curiosity and they'll probably love it. They'll be like, oh, it's like campy and it's, 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 it's like right up my ass, you yeah. know? Yeah. Lollipops in my ass and you will, butter in my ass. Yeah, butter in my ass and lollipops <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah, you've lowered the expectations quite a bit. Holy fuck, bro. Yeah. yeah. Jamal, throwing it to you. I got some movies. Tell me about them. I watched, I'll just burn through them. I watched The Vanishing. Ooh, okay. what'd you think? I I very much enjoyed. I think, uh, I, I thought it was really well done. I thought uh, the uh, the antagonist of the, of, the, of the film was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. I think- uh, People should watch it. Yeah, I love the way this movie unfolds. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I like get it. You get to know him, and I feel like you don't usually do that. And just like seeing him be kind of a, a frumpy guy, but have like little clever yeah. ways of him like practicing on how he's gonna fucking yeah pull the deed exactly. of kidnapping a person. Yeah, dude, the screaming trick is genius. Genius, very uh, chilling. Very chilling, yeah. in fact. And that's what makes the movie so like extra chilling is just how like this is such a, a guy that you would be completely unthreatened by if you saw him in person. Yeah. But then just yeah. can do such terrible things. Just that thought. Yeah, and, and and the way they build him is like it's not like he's he's not cartoonishly evil at all. He's not he's not wicked. Yeah, you know what I mean? Maniacal. Like he's like yeah, he's he chillingly carries on with a normal like, just family fucked up life. In the head. Yeah, yeah, and I think the way that he's able to be so chillingly 
uh, shockingly evil and incredibly vile. And, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, but cool. also have this family life and how they you still believe it or whatever. I don't know. Well, no, it's more I'm realistic. Like most serial killers, right? Well, not right. I don't know about they most. They can balance. Like a lot of serial killers are like just mentally so like, unhinged. Like, but a lot well. of them Russell can Crow. pull off a real existence. That's why they get away with it. For yeah, so long. It's, it's because right. they're good at like pretending like they don't do things like that because right. it's not, it's not because eating it doesn't them up really phase them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so I thought that was very good. I watched a movie called Italian American which is a Martin Scorsese documentary where he's just talking to his parents. And, oh, I've uh, heard about this. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's uh, his mom, who's in a few of his movies. Yeah, yeah. She's, funny. she's hilarious. She's just very, yeah, yeah she's very, uh, what's the word? One dog goes this Animated. way, one goes that way. So what? <laughs> goes the other way. So what? <laughs> and she's great. And just like, I don't know, the interaction. Is she still alive now? She can't and, be. <laughs> she can't be. I mean, look at Martin. Martin is... Martin Scorsese in this movie, <laughs> Italian American, he looks like our dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and now he, he's got those old man bushy brows. You know, like where you're like, oh, you're like Keanu Reeves. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in you mean in Italian American? Not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks he like looks like Keanu our dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is it, like? Like he steps to the left or right, wide steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 is that a thing you guys talked about? I don't recall this. I don't well, Keanu Reeves and John Wick, as he's like, as he maneuvers, he does a lot of like moving left like, yeah, and he's hopping right. He's hopping from very, left foot to I right. I know foot exactly what you're talking about. And moving forward as he does it. Yeah. And his, as his hair bounces back and forth with, with each move. <laughs> his wig. It's fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I saw Gone Baby Gone. Yeah, it did. Finally. Finally watched it. I thought it was so good. It's so good the, and such I mean, an interesting conundrum. Like like I said, it's like just yes. about a morality question. And this is where I left it because yes. I didn't. I was like, I don't actually know where I stand on That's it. That's the great right. thing about it. I'm like, I literally am not convinced one way or the other what the right answer is. Right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If you were faced with a situation where you saw a mother who was a very shitty mom to her kid. Mm-hmm. And that kid had the opportunity to go to a nice, loving family instead. Not with the mother's permission, but not to be with kidnapped. the mother's permission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this mom's not doing mm-hmm. stuff in, in a way where it's like you could like call up social services and like, like she might be in the movie like to that level, but yeah. but you, she could probably fake it. Like it's not it wouldn't be guaranteed. She could probably right, get right. her back, you know, with it's some good behavior. Dry. Yeah. You know. Right. It's but like, then like but she clearly isn't prioritizing being a mother is the point. And Morgan Freeman But that's is. the fun that's the great thing about the movie is that even after her daughter's kidnapped, it's her nonchalance of caring that her fucking daughter's like everyone's like, Why do you not care? Yeah. That your daughter's missing. Yeah. And so it's like almost like proving their point, like we did the right thing. We did right. the right thing. Right. It's right. the cops who fucking stole stole this girl and gave it to Morgan Freeman. And uh, who had lost a daughter, but then the excellent um, ending of the movie is Casey Affleck being like, Nah, bro, nah, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like, sure, yeah, she might have a great life, but I'm not gonna fucking 18 years from now, I'm not gonna have this girl knock on my door and be like, 
and be like, why didn't you? Why didn't you? You yeah. knew about this. Yeah. You knew that yeah, they took me away from my, me. my family. Yeah. yeah. It's really and insane. Why did you let me grow up with these with some strange family? <laughs> that's that's the thing for me where I, I mean, I don't know. I It is. I mean, I, it's not, I'm not cutting dry on it because, yeah, I, it's almost like, yeah, I, I'm with Casey as far as like, you don't leave her with this. Who, someone who would do this, someone who would take these steps yeah, these to go schemers. around the law like yeah. this. I mean, it's also yeah. just like not okay to take children from their parents. That's what I mean. Is like <laughs> that in of itself, like you're trying to be Robin Hood about it, you know, and it's just, it's not cool. Right. <laughs> but like the mom really is dog shit. But not, right, right. But, but I think, not I think too the, much. the correct thing to do, <laughs> you go through the law. <laughs> you know, you like yeah. actually try to go through child services because I feel like that wasn't ever attempted. <laughs> right. Well, she's not abusing her the... directly or like mm-hmm. she's just, she just kind of leaves her. <laughs> she's a very right. and young it's her, child. Is it her brother or whatever who's yeah. the one who's like, who sort of sets it up or yeah, something? It's her brother. Right, like they're, if they're, just, a, they're the witnesses yeah. to, to her shitty momhood. Right. And the, the ones yeah. who are like, fuck this. Like, we got to get this girl out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the aunt is not aware. Yeah, right. she doesn't yeah. know. Here's the thing about this movie, though. Um, I was watching it on Pluto TV. Oh, God. Okay, that's where it was available. It's on Hulu. Ads up the yin-yang. What? It's on Hulu. Well, not when I was watching it. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I, uh, I would have I uh, found it. But here's what happened. I'm watching it. I'm like 10 minutes before the end, and the app crashes on me. I'm like, okay, what the hell? And uh, so then I pull it back up, and I have to like fast forward to where I was, you know? You got to watch all the ads again. I got to watch ads again. And then it bumps me. It keeps like bumping me. Like after the ads are over, after I've dragged the cursor, it only takes it so far. Okay? I'm like, okay. So then- (laughs) I try dragging it further, <laughs> and it shows me more ads. Then the ads are over, and it bumps me back to where I was. Like, okay, I'm like, great. I guess now I have to just watch from <laughs> this point on. You know, now I'm 30 minutes from the end instead of 10 or whatever. Okay, so like, it okay, became a five-hour movie. I, I, this is at, yeah. Well, this is after like you know a few a few tries. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck it. I'll just watch it. I would have given you the 3.99 rental I money. I mean, fuck ads. I'm already, but here's the thing: is I'm. He's already I, oh, in I, it. You mean from the get go? Yeah. I'm already in it. I didn't, and I've never experienced Pluto TV. I didn't realize it was going to be ads. The I didn't first think yeah, time in ads. Like, oh, it's here for free. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. I did somewhere in my mind. I just wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh, it's somewhere free. Here we go. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Of course, I'm not thinking about it. So, anyways, then it gets back to where I'm, where I was, and then it. Uh, crashes and I'm like what the fuck and I go and I uh, and also there's no search function as far as I can tell on Pluto TV in the Pluto TV app okay good to know so I have to like Google it okay I Google Gone Baby Gone and it says oh it's available on Pluto TV then I tap it on Google and it takes me opens it up in the app okay so I go go back to Google I type in Gone Baby Gone (laughs) I look it up and it says available to watch uh uh, I think it was Showtime or something like that, like it had ju- or HBO Max oh or something. <laughs> it had just switched. <laughs> they had just switched it in the middle of me watching it. Wow. So, oh man, I was like, I had to, I had to YouTube the last ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> Jeez, three different services <laughs> are involved in this story. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. 
So, uh, wow, that's... I'm pretty sure I saw the ending. I saw an alternate ending for sure, but I'm pretty sure I saw the ending. What do you mean? Like, I know what happens, but I don't know if I saw like every last minute up until the credits. Did you see you know? him babysitting? Yeah. Uh... But that was something it said that was a, it was an alternate ending. Well, that's the clip I watched. It's like he comes over and she's like, hey, like you're a lifesaver. And then she that's, leaves. What do you mean the alternate ending? Yeah, that's the ending. That's the ending. Yeah. Don't talk to me like I'm a fucking retard, okay? I just no, told I you what happened understand. to me. You know? I just told you what happened to me, and now I had to YouTube it, and these are the titles of the YouTube clips. Right? <laughs> this is where I am. I'm like, is that the ending? I think it's oh, okay. I don't know. It says alternate ending. That's the, I don't right, know but, what you want Yeah, yeah, me. but what is the ending they said that wasn't the alternate ending? Just the cops showing up at Morgan Freeman's house? No, so the cops show up at Morgan Freeman's house, and then- the daughter gets returned, and then that clip cuts off. And I'm like, I feel like that I, since I didn't see the credits hit, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't be sure. So then I'm doing other searching, and the only other clip I could find was this says alternate ending, and it's Casey Affleck walking into the house, and she's like, "Your yeah, lifesaver." And then I'm like, okay, I get, I guess I'll be, I guess I'll stick with that ending, you know. That's the ending in my mind. Yeah, as he's watching TV. No, it's okay. definitely okay. the end. Yeah. His girlfriend leaves him and he goes and babysits. Yeah. Yup. Yup. Yeah. So then I watched, this is a rewatch for me, Phantom Thread. Okay. Speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, mm-hmm. I, I like this movie. And most importantly, I love the score to this movie. I thought you were going to say, I, I love um, fucking Daniel Day. Daniel Day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that too. I do love Daniel Day Lewis. I'm a sucker for 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 Daniel Day, but but the score to this movie, I think, is just. It might be. I I don't know. It might be my favorite movie score of all time. I, I fucking. Mm. I, I I've been listening to it better, better than post post watching. Yeah, better than fucking Hans Zimmer score. <laughs> better than fucking Star Wars. John Williams. Yeah. Da, I mean, as far da. as like, let me let me. I, <laughs> da, 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 I mean, da. as far as like, I, I actually want to listen to the music, you know, like recreationally. I'll listen to these tunes. Like, they're very interesting. I'll put uh, on pieces some fucking music. Empire March or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the Imperial March. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I fucking, I don't know. I think uh, Interstellar might be one of the best. It's movie my scores. favorite. It's so good. I need to rewatch Interstellar. It's so good. Interstellar is one that you got to watch not on your laptop. You know what I want to watch? I want to watch. I only saw it one time, and it was a long time ago when it first came out. And after watching Phantom Thread, and I'm about to watch Hard Eight because it's on the Criterion Channel, I want to watch and I want to give Inherent Vice another shot. Boring. I know, but I saw it so long ago. I feel like I've I've matured. Okay. <laughs> what is and, this? What's and it called? I, Inherent Vice. It, it's walking. It, Inherent oh, Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. It's a movie that's made Love to make PTA. you just like be like, okay, yeah. Like it's a self-indulgent sort of movie, where kind of like Joaquin. Well, that's like all the roles he that didn't he, write it. He picks a lot of those kind of movies. Oh yeah, I mean you can. He definitely asses his own day. Yeah, pretty hard. <laughs> where does the master fall in your PTA list, bud? Um, oh, doesn't want my opinion. Third or fourth, maybe. <laughs> you, uh, you can offer your opinion. I'm just if kidding. You like, I've Morgan. never seen it. I won't it. listen to it, it, but. I'm just kidding. I need to watch it again. Uh, you've never seen ranked, it. But um, in my head, just off the dome, I would put Boogie Nights above it, and I would put Magnolia above it. 
Funky nights. Mm. Do, do, do. What am I not Can thinking of? There will be blood. Do, do. What else? Funky town. Can you yeah, there will be blood's your least favorite. Funky town. No, I'd, I'd put there will be blood above heartache. <laughs> yeah. And I'd put it above Nair and Vice. Yeah. Funky yeah. town. Anyways, I, I, I want to give, give IV another, another look see. So, you guys know about, uh, do you guys know Madonna wrote uh, children's books? Oh, yeah. Are you, you, know, are you reading them in a while? <laughs> yeah. Is that good? I was reading it in a book called Mr. Peabody's Apples. Okay. That's not okay for kids, dude. Sorry. Uh, well, it's funny. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's got a good, I think it's got a good moral. It's basically this, uh, this is teacher. He coaches Little League, right? And Mr. Peabody. And uh, he uh, every Saturday he's living in a small town, you know. And every Saturday uh, he does a the uh, coaches little league game, and then they always lose, but it's okay because he had a good time. <laughs> and then on his way on his walk home, he picks up, he looks at, he stops at the at Mr. Funkadelli's fruit market, and he picks up an apple, and he picks the shiniest one he can find, and then he he goes on his way. But one of the kids, uh, Tommy Tittlebottom. <laughs> He uh, witnesses Mr. Peabody do this and not pay for the apple. And he's like, oh, my God, Mr. Peabody's a thief. So then he tells his friends. So the next the next week, then this happens. They they sneak up, and they the friends see it happen, too. And they're like, oh, my God, Mr. Peabody's a crook, man. He's, he's, he's fucking jacking apples, okay? And then they tell the, they all tell their parents their parents tell their neighbors the neighbors tell their friends and it spreads to the whole town this is the hunt apparently this is the hunt <laughs> so then the next saturday it's time for the the baseball game and billy little who's like he's a great big fan he always helps out uh mr peabody set up the game and shit he's the only one who shows up to the game and mr peabody's like well yo where's everybody at and he's like, uh, nobody came because everyone thinks you're a th- fucking thief. And he's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What did I take? Applejacks. He's like, you dude. took, we, they saw you take the Applejacks. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, let's go talk to Mr. Funkadelli. So they go to Funkadelli's. Funkadelli's like, yeah, man, like, of course you can have your apple. You pay for it every morning when you, when you, uh, buy your milk. <laughs> and then you, and then you don't take the apple and you pick it up all the way home. And Billy's like, oh my God. Misunderstanding. Big misunderstanding. <laughs> so then he's like, tell Tommy I want to talk to him. And he rapes Tommy. <laughs> and then he rapes Tommy because that's he had it coming. And uh, no, so Tommy goes over to his house and he's like, hey man, there's one way you can make it up to me. Meet me at the baseball diamond in an hour. Bring bring a pillow. It's okay. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then they go to the meetup at the baseball diamond in an hour, and he's like, "All right, Tommy, I want you to stand on top of this fence, cut, cut, cut the pillowcase, cut your balls. Yeah, I mean, cut the pillow, <laughs> and <laughs> cut the pillow in half, and shake out all the feathers. And all the feathers go everywhere. They get picked up in the wind. They get spread everywhere. And he's like, "This is it. That's all I have to do to like get your forgiveness." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, but you got to do one more thing." And he's like, "Okay, what?" And he puts the pillowcase over his head. And he's like, feathers. <laughs> they fucked him no no but he uh he's like you gotta pick up all the feathers and he's like like tommy's like uh that is that, that's impossible i can't do that he's like well that's what you did to my life you fucking shit <laughs> that's basically what he says he's basically like yeah well 
each one of these feathers represents a person in in Hapville. That's what it is, Hapville. And Tommy's like, oh, I see, I see, I get, I learned my lesson. I guess I got a lot of work to do. All the damage I done spreading my rumor. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got it's got a good message. It's just it, it it's a it's a weird way to get there. Um, <laughs> Thanks for reading us the book. Holy shit! Yeah, you're you're welcome. But apparently, I was like, okay. So I t- bring this up to Ian and Nicole. I'm like, yo, you realize this Mr. Peabody's Apples book is written by Madonna? And they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, she's got a ton of books. So they tell me, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I don't want to have this conversation. I thought. I thought we were gonna have a nice laugh about it, but uh, <laughs> now it's gonna be yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. she's got a great line of other. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they're talking to you like it's like yeah, oh, like, like they don't they don't know that that's weird. Yeah, right. Like fuck you. You know exactly why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's why I brought it up to you guys. I thought maybe you guys would be like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like yeah. But since you yeah. aren't, Mr. I feel better. Peabody's apples. <laughs> Obviously. Mr. P, don't you know? <laughs> the literary classic. Tommy Tittlebottom <laughs> spinoff book. <laughs> Everyone is more weirded out about her music, but of course she's a great author. Of course. <laughs> great author uh, indeed. I mean, that's what Ian said to me. He was like, uh, he said, uh, I was like, yeah, she wrote these with children's books. He's like, yeah, she's also a really good singer. <laughs> like, All right, man. All right. <laughs> Quite the talent. <laughs> Quite the talent. Uh, triple threat. Hell yeah. Speaking of Ian, uh, this, this is the last thing I have to bring up uh, before uh, I'll pass it back to you. But I just want to say uh, that Ian, a uh, few episodes ago, heard, heard us podcasting, whatever, and he brought it up to me recently. He's like, I think one of the favorite, one of his favorite things he's heard me say out of context on the pod is I said, so walk me through your nacho strategy, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. Me too. But it's be- it's something that now he brings it up to me all the time. He's like, this is like, like it's the whitest thing I've ever said, uh, that anyone's ever said. Oh, he's like giving you shit for saying it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't actually like it. <laughs> he's being a dick. <laughs> yeah, yes. Walk me yes. through your nacho strategy. It's a good question. Well, what's white about it? White people eat nachos. Nacho, your walk me through your nacho strategy. I mean, I I can't disagree with him. We're having nachos. But we I had just, nachos white yesterday. isn't the ad, white isn't the adjective that I think of when I hear that. I mean, it just seems. I mean, it's goofy, I guess. But I don't. Yeah, it's weird. Walk me through your nacho. Like you say, he heard it out of context. Like, what did he think we were talking about? Like having sex. Uh, really? No. No. Oh. I guess I'm a little confused. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, hey, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He heard the sound bite, and it's just. Uh, I thought I'd, I'd uh, bring it up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh... Yeah, I just don't. I want. I want to hear the expand. The uh, him expound. I want. I, I don't know what Nacho's strategy is. What, what he's equating to it being the whitest thing you've ever said. What did you do for April Fool's? The holiday. Did he get pranked? Uh, nothing. Walk me through your no. April Fool strategy. Is that white? It's time for read, fellas. R E A D. I read "Waiting for an Echo." You did? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you were reading that at any this point is a, in time. <laughs> this is a non-fic. You were in the rift. Yeah, I was in the rift. And uh, uninterested in Jordan's life. <laughs> I read this before you got. In the oh, rift. I was in the other rift. You were in a different rift. <laughs> Yeah, this book, it's about 
this uh, psychiatrist lady who goes and interviews people in prison. And it, the whole book is just a nonfiction about how fucked up our prison system is in America. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was interested in the subject matter, of course, because I definitely think that our prison system is fucked up and I wanted to learn more mm-hmm. about it going in. I wanted to. Right. Your stint in yeah. prison um, will teach you enough. The thing that I didn't really like about this book is that it feels like it's written for people who have never even like seen a, a movie yeah. that takes place in prison. <laughs> like it's so basic. Sure. Like she's fucking mm. describing like pages. The living conditions. Bars. Describing the way the prison looks. <laughs> yeah. And like I'm picturing like this is exactly what I had in my mind's eye when you just said prison right. without having to describe right. it. And she's their in, cells. She's describing the cells. She's describing their garb. She's describing all sorts. Like she did describe one thing that I'd never heard of, which is like people who are like suicidal, they have special clothes so they can't made of Velcro. Themselves. That like you can't, it's impossible. Like it's designed to not be able to hang yourself. Yeah, there. I know this from High Achiever. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. It's like all of the sh- things she's describing are in other places. That <laughs> you should have gotten by now if you're right. into this subject matter or whatever. At one point, she actually describes what ten years is. No. She's like, let me paint a picture for you of what how long ten years is. And it's like three pages of her describing like what could happen. I had two daughters, and I know her personal ten year history. (laughs) And it's like I get it. Yeah, I know what ten years is. You know what's crazy? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think about this all the time. When I was in elementary school, they brought us to the county jail or something, but it's like part of a courthouse. They try to scare you straight. (laughs) No. Um, but there's a courthouse in there. Like, they're not criminal. Like, we didn't see criminals or anything. Okay. I, it's hard to explain. But we had a... So we got to talk to a judge, and then we did... That language, by the way, is problematic, but... What well, did I say? You said we didn't see criminals. <laughs> Prisoners. What? What? Well, she describes in the book how, like, you know, it's like, we shouldn't be considering these people criminals. They're people who have committed criminal acts. Okay. You know? Forget it. As far as, like, a lot of people... And some of them are innocent. She really harps on the fact that there's a lot of innocent people in prison. But even if they're not innocent, it's still like, are these people branded what, criminals what, for their what lives? What would be a right? Would be a better Prisoners. word? Felon? Because you've been convicted what about, but of the reason I called them criminals. She wants to like these are pe- people. Right. The reason I called them criminals <laughs> is oh because God. this was clearly not a prison. Like it's a jail. Right. So I don't know what you describe those people as. Right. Right. I mean, there are people, I mean, a lot of people that she deals with, it's people in jail. Okay. Who it's like, yeah, they didn't go off to prison. If you're serving a year or less sentence, uh-huh. this is stuff I knew going in, but of course she's going to go over <laughs> yeah. it. Then then you just spend that time in jail in the county. How do you feel about the word uh, jailbird? <laughs> she doesn't get into that. Anyway, the point of the field trip was we got to talk to a judge and then we did a mock trial. And I can't remember nice. the premise of the crime. I think it I think it was like stealing, like petty theft, you know, like minor. Mm -hmm. Uh And we got to come up with the conviction. This is why I remember it so strongly. It's because I felt like I was a bad person. And we were all like, yeah, like a year. We're fucking six. You know, we have no idea. We're Mm -hmm. like, we think a year is, we've only seen TV. For for someone stealing a candy bar or? Something like that, you know. What matters (laughs) <laughs> I don't recall. Someone who stole. How long did they get? No, no, no. It it was like a, it a wasn't bike? drugs. It wasn't maybe a bike. 
Maybe a bike. Let's call it a bike. Okay. Bike! (laughs) It's a crime that a juvenile could easily commit. Uh Uh-huh. Right. You're giving me face, and I don't... Well, I'm just saying a year (laughs) could could be a, a legit sentence. For someone who stole diamonds or something. No, no, no. It was like something that you would have in your backpack or on your person as a child, young adult. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Go pick something then. We're like like a year thinking that that sounds fair. Fair. Like, I guess I Mm -hmm. didn't even conceive of the fact that you could just do community service or like, you know. A month or like when you get in trouble yeah. for saying a year or something. Well, the judge like was like, "Wow, you guys are really tough." Sent like, and I felt you're tough on crime. I felt really bad. Like they were like, "That's a significant." The reason I, I bring bring it up is because you're like she describes ten years, and it reminds me exactly what this judge did to six year old children. <laughs> like right, but I think that paints a good picture. Of, no, like, it was in hindsight, it was a good thing because I think about sentencing. And immediately, I always go a year is a long time. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, not just fucking yeah. Yeah, it's anyway. not something like yeah, whatever. You do a year. One year no, yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's a thing that this book it talks about a lot is about how people like they do like a lot of people for something so small are getting these long sentences, and it's disproportionately poor people mm-hmm. because they can't afford like even like hundred dollars for bail. Like some of these people can't afford it. Right. Yeah. And for bail, you're just awaiting a hearing. You yeah. haven't been convicted of anything. And these people, some people serve like years. I know. Waiting it's for a hearing because they can't afford the bail. So they're just in jail yeah. for such a long period of time Damn. without even being convicted. It's crazy. Yeah. So like her saying that like don't consider these people criminals or whatever, like it sounds ridiculous. Like of course, like whatever, like it's for ease of use or whatever. But I do kind of agree with her. Like a lot of this stuff yeah. in the book. The thing that my gripe about the book isn't that I disagree with any of it. I actually agree with most of the things she talks about. It's just that a lot of it is very surface level or it's very like, mm-hmm. I just don't really like her as a writer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but her points, like, yeah. of course, like they, they almost seem obvious as she's making them. It's like, we need to fucking rework this whole fucking system we have where yeah. we, we value so much getting revenge and punishing people. And that's yeah. shooting ourselves in the foot. Like we, we half claim like, the idea is we want people to be redeemed and we want, uh, uh, what's the word? Fucking, uh, reform, reform, reform. Uh, no, rehabilitated. Thank you. Rehabilitated. Yeah. We want people to be reformed and rehabilitated, uh, to be, uh, contributing members of our society, but reintegrate, but our primal nature, (laughs) re-engage, but our primal nature doesn't allow it to happen. Because a lot of people don't want to see someone commit a crime and then admit that they won't do it again. Be like, feel like comfortable, like, no, this person is good now. Yeah. No, you want to be like, fuck you. You got you shade hurt somebody. on your name. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like you hear about these prisons in Norway or whatever, where they're like, these people are treated like humans. Mm-hmm. These prisoners are treated like humans. Yeah. And they they have like they have restaurants and stuff that civilians can go eat at and stuff. Everything is still normal. Like yeah. they're living their lives normally. The only thing they can't do is leave. <laughs> right. Like their liberty has been taken, but everything else is the same mm-hmm. because they want when their sentence is over to be able to integrate back into society seamlessly. Right. Uh. And 
what we right. do in America is, is we create criminals because you they can't they have no other options. When right, they leave. they're so relied. Right. Become institutionalized. Exactly, and they can't fucking do anything for themselves. And then you throw them out and back in society, <laughs> yeah. and they fail, Don't and they go drugs. right back in. Don't sell drugs. Yep. <laughs> so this recidivism rate is so fucking high in America, and we're not doing anything about it because we want so bad just to punish people. And it's yeah. quite terrible. Vengeance. It's quite terrible. And it's like, yeah. well, what are, what are you going to say to the victim of somebody who's who of a crime? Like, are you going to tell them, like, oh, they're not going to get punished. They're going to get, like, nice meals and, and a good job in prison and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's hard to hear, mm-hmm. but it is right. helping society if you do that. Right. Like, right. It's like, well, yeah, exactly. Like, what do you? What is it you actually want? Yeah, it's that the vengeance component, which is so toxic. I mean, that's where the vengeance lies is with the the victim wanting fucking vengeance. So like, you you fucking you take that out of it. You just need a just a reframing for everybody. We all need to get on that same page of like. That feeling of vengeance that we have is it's a bug in our brain that we're just acting on and we yeah. build a system around it. But I do it, love a good like, revenge it's a bug. movie. Well, it's oh, a very boy. American oh, yeah. mentality of like, I mean, mm-hmm. we're- It is not. It is a very, very universal mentality amongst humans that we want revenge for people who have wronged us. Because I say right, this, this nice bug. prison in Norway, they were not always like this. They were worse than America. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Damn. It was so mm-hmm. bad that they had to change it. Like, And they just have, you know, they have yeah. a smaller population and they're- politics isn't as fucking fucked up as yeah. that they were able to make the changes and they completely reversed it almost as an experiment to see yeah. and then it just has worked yeah. like their sure. recidivism rate is way down and people yeah don't commit crimes like they like aren't allowed to leave for like a day and stuff mm-hmm. and like at first they're like okay well we have to put ankle monitors on them, right like yeah. if they leave the prison turns out they don't need them like <laughs> yeah they come back they come back because yeah. they don't want to fucking be <laughs> outlaws you know <laughs> So it's all this stuff, yeah. Right. I feel like so much of like crime and all this stuff, like 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 it's just I feel like the way the system works is it's all fear based. It's like don't commit crimes because prison you don't want to go to prison. Right. Yeah. It's right. almost like that's not I feel like if you really think about it, like that's not the society you're you gonna get live in. raped in prison. Yeah. Right, right. You don't you don't want to live in a society that's just like, oh, don't do bad things or you'll be severely punished and you'll you know, like I have all this stuff. It's like no, people who, people who are going to do these things, like uh, who will do awful things, w- that will happen. But that is like you can trace that back to their childhood, their gen- like. Well, and also y- if there's drug enough- addiction, poverty, yeah. you want to you want to get a handle on these people. You don't want them to just skate by for long periods of time. And it's like a proven thing that if there is enough money involved in so like drug crimes specifically harsher punishments don't actually people will just if there's enough money if they're making enough money this way they don't care that the punishment yeah the whole the the mandatory minimum is like one of the worst implementations of anything that's ever happened like someone doing i watched 10 years netflix show about white boy rick (laughs) yeah and First of all, this kid was a fucking um, informant for the police, mm-hmm. by the way, and the FBI. They left him high and dry when he's like 17. He just continues doing He's like, it's not like they told me I was done. They just didn't call for a while. Right. <laughs> like, and he's so he's like, he keeps doing what he's doing, gets caught with 
um, a certain amount of cocaine, and he's literally so like the the hitman murderer for the gang that he's accused of being involved in, who has admitted to over thirty murders, is out of prison, and White Boy Rick is still in prison, who was an informant to the FBI and the police, was a juvenile and just was in possession of drugs. Mm. Like it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, it's all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. These sentences is it is insane. It's uh it's broken. Especially like she deals a lot with like the mental health people who are yeah. just like it's just super sad. Like these people who yeah. They don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then she goes also like super max prisons. And of course, like she's describing how uh, solitary confinement is bad for your brain and, oh, and body. Sure. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, these are obvious things she's saying. Yeah. But these, we've built these super max prisons where it's like they're just in solitary confinement like all the time because yeah. we've considered them the most dangerous of the dangerous or whatever. But you don't realize like these people are becoming more and more dangerous. Because because of their environment that you've put them in, like yeah. you're right. treating them like the worst of criminals, they're going to behave that way. Yeah, like and this it, it, just it's yeah. a self perpetuating thing that they've taken people like insane serial killer murders in this Norwegian prison over here, and they're not they don't fucking there's no incidents of assault and violence within the prison. Like they're yeah. not killing each other in the in the prison because they have mm-hmm. nothing to lose or whatever. Like right. these people put in these supermax. It's just it's just crazy. Like you treat someone like a person, and they, like you know, you treat them as someone who committed a crime, mm-hmm. not as you don't treat them like they're a criminal. a criminal. Yeah, dude, I've seen documentaries and shit about people who've spent like decades in solitary confinement, which is just I did not think was legal on any level to put people in it's, solitary. Yeah, it's for, crazy torture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, can yeah. you fucking imagine? They have no sense of time. Like, it's None. just so bizarre. Yeah, it's fucking, uh, it's dark. It's dark stuff, man. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. But yeah, cool. Cool. <laughs> cool, guys. That's Email fun. us, refellas at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Give us a little, give me some games to play. Games. If there's a book that someone out there has read that, like, this is my absolute favorite book, it's a must read. I want to know about. It. I want to know about a must read recommendation. Yes, you got funny anecdotes. You got a funny. You got a question, like a burning question, like a widwib. You got a fucking. This is the whitest you thing that you've ever said. To pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Mexican yeah. accent, is probably the whitest thing you could. <laughs> yeah, talking about nachos. Let me know is the if you have any you good do. trashy television that you like to watch, because apparently I'm into those shows yeah don't don't send us that (laughs) keep that to yourself the fuck love island this has been read fellas everybody thank you for listening um yeah quit talking put butt on that shit bye stay hydrated